Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create and grow income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Are you tired of trading your time for money? Do you desire freedom today instead of retirement in 10, 20, or 30 years? I'm MC Lobsher, and this is the Cashflow Ninja. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobster here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today. In today's show, we're going to look at how to start and scale your Amazon business. My guest in this episode is Greg Mercer. Greg is the founder and CEO of Jungle Scout, the leading software for Amazon sellers. Greg is a leader in the Amazon selling community who built Jungle Scout from a Chrome extension into a robust suite of SaaS solutions. Greg is a graduate of Auburn University who loves big data, coffee, and traveling the world with his wife, Elizabeth. Uh, There's a special offer available for Cashflow Ninja listeners through Jungle Scout. If you go to cashflowninja.com forward slash Jungle Scout, you can check it out. And by the way, if you've not checked out my new podcast, Cashflow Investing Secrets, you are totally missing out. I would highly recommend it. It's a shorter show, 10 minutes or less, where I share one concept and or idea at a time that I've learned from interviewing over 500 Cashflow Ninjas. You can listen to the show on your favorite podcast, video, and live streaming platforms. We also have an investment group and community for accredited investors. If you're interested to join the group, please visit CashflowNinjaInvestorsNetwork.com. You can also join us on Facebook by going to Facebook and typing in Cashflow Ninja community, and uh, just request to join our group and our community there. We share everything uh, regarding Cashflow Ninja and our community in our Facebook group. My friend Brian Page has created a cash flow machine generating over $100,000 in six months without owning any real estate. His system consists out of renting properties from property owners and renting them out on Airbnb. His system is so simplistic, it can be managed by virtual assistants and yet so effective and powerful that it predictably generates cash flow every month. Brian and I are hosting a webinar where he shares his system and how it generated over $100,000 in six months for him personally. You can access this life-changing webinar at CashflowNinja.com forward slash BNB. This is one of the greatest cash flow opportunities I've seen since I've started my podcast. Again, the URL is CashflowNinja.com forward slash BNB. Savvy investors know that in order for the miracle of compounding interest to work, it's magic, you have to be constantly invested in all stages of the economic cycle. So the question then becomes, how do you find solid investments when the stock market is close to all-time highs and everything else just seems so inflated? That's where our friends at ASIM Capital come in. Since 2011, ASIM has helped more than 300 accredited investors allocate more than $25 million to mobile home parks, self-storage, and workforce housing due to their ability to perform well during economic recessions. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to asymcapital.com. That's A-S-Y-M-Capital.com to get instant access to their investment offerings. Greg, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much for having me on. Excited to talk to you. Yeah, excited to have you on. Um, Can you share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners? 
Yeah, I would love to. So if we rewind my journey back to when I was in college, I went to school to be a civil engineer. And, you know, at the time, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I was like, yeah, why not? I like building stuff. Anyway, you know, I graduate from university with a civil engineering degree, get a job in that particular, um, you know, market. And what I quickly found is it just wasn't for me. You know, I had like this kind of strong entrepreneurial spirit. I didn't like sitting in my cubicle all day. I didn't really like my boss. Kind of nothing about it um, was I real happy with. So I tried a number of different kind of side hustles or different ways to make some money. My ultimate goal was to be able to replace my engineering income with uh, my own business. So something I was doing on my own at the time, I didn't even care what it was. You know, I was like, I don't, you know, as long as it isn't like illegal or unethical, I'll do anything to make some money just to get out of here. And the one area that kind of stuck for me or that I had a decent amount of traction or success with was selling physical products on Amazon. And the way I was doing it is I was importing the goods from the, uh, from the factories in China. I was putting my brand name on them. I was sending them into Amazon, taking advantage of the FBA program. So if we fast forward a little bit, we had a good bit of success with that. My wife and I both quit our jobs. We started traveling around the world as digital nomads. And that ultimately led me to create a software tool for Amazon sellers. And that's where I devote most of my time to today. Yeah. And, and I mean, the whole process of starting a side hustle and then eventually having that replace your income is something that we talk about on the show constantly because folks can start with a side hustle and grow that into your main uh, source of income over time. I mean, we just look at a lot of big names started like that, right? They don't Absolutely. necessarily just quit their job and embarked on the journey of entrepreneurship. Steve Jobs was working at Atari. Steve Wozniak was coding at IBM. You know, Damon John from the Shark Tank was working at Red Lobster. Um, sure. So there's many different ways to get started. So Amazon, let's talk about that opportunity. The opportunity to start something on the side and, and that is there right now for online sales. Because if we look at the sales coming from brick and mortar and online, it's still very heavily weighted in brick and mortar, right? So most things, People think that the opportunity is over, but it's it's only getting started. Oh my goodness. That's like the craziest statistic that I've seen in the past few years is that, you know, even like in 2019, it was only 9% of retail sales happen online. So like essentially one-tenth of retail sales are online. 90% is still like locally or these brick and mortar stores, which just blew my mind. Because in my yeah. household, it's like 95% online, 5% <laughs> brick and mortar. <laughs> same year, same year. So yeah, it's it's definitely the opportunity is definitely not over, and you know even though uh, e-commerce sales have grown so much, uh, you know this past decade or so much compared to what we remember five years ago, we're really just getting started in the world of e-commerce. You know, I think it's um, you know even just like five years ago it was like six percent, now it's up to nine. You know, maybe twenty twenty is ten or eleven, and I think it's going to continue on that trajectory. Yeah, and you know the same with fishing. Basically, if you're if you're gonna go out and fish, you can you know do your own thing and find the water. This the pool is already there. That's full of fish. There's already a platform that a lot of people are buying stuff on. Uh, could you speak to Amazon being the via the vehicle right now? Because uh, you know a lot, uh, you look you talk about opportunity, not just in online sales, but the opportunity specific to Amazon and starting your own Amazon store is 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 enormous. 
Yeah, it really is. You know, a lot of consumers don't, you know, a lot of your listeners may because they're, you know, these entrepreneurial type mindsets, but a lot of consumers actually don't understand that a lot of the times when they buy products on Amazon, that they're actually being sold by a third party and not Amazon themselves. So similar to eBay or other marketplaces, Amazon is a marketplace. And just a few years ago, like 70% of sales on Amazon were still made by Amazon. But actually now, uh, as of 2019, more sales on Amazon are from third-party sellers than Amazon. So it's actually trending more and more towards a marketplace and less so towards Amazon selling the goods themselves, which is really cool. And another thing that's just really neat about the opportunity as a whole is it's very conducive for small businesses and entrepreneurs to succeed on Amazon. Because for one, Amazon, if you take advantage of the FBA program, which is fulfillment by Amazon, they store the goods for you, they pick, pack, and ship the goods for you, and they also do most of the customer service. And they already have all the customers on their platform. So it's really, really cool. And the reason I say it's conducive for small entrepreneurs is like, one, you don't have to worry about the overhead of a warehouse and a customer support team and all these different types of things. But two, they don't really give any type of advantage to like really large sellers on their platform. So even these like really small businesses or a single entrepreneur or someone trying to get started as a side hustle, they can really have just as much success on Amazon as what some of these big companies that that have been doing it for a long time do. So you're essentially plugging into that system uh, of delivery and we'll get, we'll get in, into how to get started. But I mean, literally, as you just mentioned, you could send the products to Amazon. It's fulfilled by them. They store and warehouse it. The customers is then purchasing it, purchasing it through their platform online and then it ships out and it's delivered. That part of a business takes years to build out successfully and as efficiently as Amazon right. does it. Yeah. And it's crazy. We can just take advantage of it. And, you know, you asked me to speak about kind of the Amazon opportunity as a whole. So right now, about half of online sales happen on Amazon, at least in North America, a little bit less in other parts of the world. But in America, you know, about half of online sales happen on Amazon. And that number is growing uh, significantly year after year. So Amazon's taking over more share of online sales. Online sales are growing. And then us as third-party sellers or entrepreneurs are taking over more of the sales on Amazon. So it's this overall just trend that's really beneficial for entrepreneurs and uh, people starting side hustles. And it's, uh, you know, I don't think we've ever seen anything quite like it because, you know, never did like Walmart let you go sell your goods in their store as just like a small, you know, like entrepreneur um, when they were, you know, taking over like mom and pop type shops. So it's really cool that now like this 900 pound gorilla gives us as, you know, entrepreneurs the ability to really succeed like on this platform that they're building that's kind of taking over the world. Yeah. And it ties into like one of the things that you just mentioned, and I just speak from experience here too. If you go online and you, let's just say you find a product, then you go to their website and you're trying to buy it. Then you've got to set up, you know, you got to set up your account, set up the (laughs) shipping, do all these things. Then you got to set up your link, your card, and eventually you buy it and it ships, right? Right. 
I was saying, you know, that I that I heard someone else use, and I think it's just one of the best sayings ever that the jungle always wins. Human nature is a powerful force to be reckoned with, and human nature always wins in the end. And inherently, you got to make it so easy and simple for folks. So I could see that just Amazon that that number is going to grow because most companies that sell products on their own websites are on Amazon. And it's just easier through one click in your car, boom, you press one or two buttons and boom, you buy it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? Man, they make it so much easier. Yeah, it's it's not surprising at all that they're taking over the world, right? They ship yep. it to you so fast. Like, you know, I don't even have to like wait to put together orders. Just anything throughout the day, if I think I need it, I just get out my phone, find it on Amazon. You can do like the one click swipe and it gets sent to my house. It's just so easy. <laughs> yep. And um, yeah, it's, it's uh, a really cool thing. And yeah, I, I totally agree with you that this is such a first world problem, but you know, like I'll find like something cool, like on an Instagram ad and I'll like click through it and be like, all right, yeah, I'll buy this. But then it's like, oh my gosh, I have to enter all my credit card numbers and address. I'm like, it's not worth it. I just X out of it, you know? <laughs> yep. Yep. So they definitely make it easy for you. So there's a lesson in there for folks out there with their own businesses too, and maybe even their investment business to, to make it as easy and as simple uh, for other folks to do business with you. Let's jump into uh, how do you get started? How do you launch your first product on Amazon? What are some of the processes that folks can go through? Yeah. So, you know, this is, so, you know, right now I spend, um, I still have my Amazon business, spend a decent amount of time on it, but I also spend the majority of my time on a software company called Jungle Scout. And this is actually how Jungle Scout was born is I was selling products on Amazon. And what I found was some of them would do really well and some of them wouldn't. And I was like, okay, I need to kind of like crack this code and figure out why are some of these products I'm launching on Amazon successful and others aren't. And ultimately what I figured out is the products that have existing demand on Amazon are, it, or it's, it's kind of a requirement for a product to have existing demand on Amazon. And if you think about this, this makes sense because like 99% of purchases on Amazon start with a search. And more than that, it's not even usually a brand search. It's just a type of product. And if you're listening to the show, you probably do this exact same thing where you go on Amazon and you just type in what you're looking for, right? So I just say like a stainless steel tumbler mug or whatever else. And what Amazon doesn't do well is help you kind of like explore new products or find new products that you weren't necessarily looking for right? If you think about like Amazon doesn't do that very well, but what they do do really well is, you know, you can search and you can find whatever you want and you can order it and get it really quickly. So I tell you all that by saying, uh, for saying that it is, you know, if you take nothing else away from this show, the one thing that you need to remember and understand is you need to sell the products on Amazon that people are already going there and searching for and looking for. Okay. So, you know, uh, I'm looking for products that have existing high demand on Amazon. I'm looking for products that are relatively low competition. And the way that I measure competition is the number of reviews that my competitors have and the number uh, or um, like essentially what percent of the search results would be a extremely similar product or a competing product. Okay. And so like, you know, uh, if I search for uh, bamboo skewers on Amazon, and the first page is all bamboo skewers and they have a high number of reviews, that would be like a niche that's pretty competitive. But if I search bamboo skewers on Amazon and like the top three or four bamboo, then after that they get into metal. And then after that, they're no longer even skewers and they have a relatively low number of reviews Then I know that like particular niche 
isn't that competitive. Okay. Yeah. So I'm looking for products that are in high demand, low competition, which if you break it down like that, it sounds fairly simple, right? Um, and then, you know, some other things that I'm looking for is I personally like to sell products that are at least like 15 or $20 the lower priced ones, there's just not quite the, the margin there to make any like decent amount of money. Um, and then other than that, it's kind of like fine print type stuff. Like I don't want anything that has any legal issues. You know, I don't want anything that um, is like too seasonal. You know, like for example, like Easter eggs or whatever. Um, so yeah, those are a few, that's kind of like the criteria that I'm using when I'm thinking about what to sell. And what just occurred to me is what I didn't make clear is my personal favorite type of method of selling products on Amazon is to order the goods directly from the factory. Now, when I first heard that, I think I was pretty intimidated. Like, man, I've never worked with a factory. You know, most of these are in China. You know, I can't speak any Chinese. Like, how do I find them? I think I just like heard all these things like, oh my gosh, that must be like the hardest thing in the world. It's actually not really that hard to be honest, which is pretty cool. And of course, directly from the factory is where you're going to get the best pricing. So, you know, you listen to this, the question was, what, you know, do I, or how do you find that product to sell on Amazon? I want something high demand, low competition. I want an item that, you know, doesn't have much seasonality, is priced where I want it, no legal issues, nothing like that. And then I start to look for a factory for this particular product. You're listening to The Cashflow Ninja, the show helping people all over the world create monthly cash flow and achieve freedom today, not in 10, 20, 30, and or 40 years. This is a show where cash is not king, but cash flow is king. We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. MC Lobsher, the creator of the Cashflow Ninja and Cashflow Coach at Producers Wealth, where we help our clients integrate infinite banking with their business and investments. To learn how you can create your own banking system to turbocharge your investments and business in 30 days or less, go to yourownbankingsystem.com. That's yourownbankingsystem.com. My friend Dave Zook from The Real Asset Investor says, you can be conventional or you can be wealthy. Pick one. The Real Asset Investor team creates value for investors looking for higher yield returns from ATM machines and self-storage investments. Their syndications offer attractive investment opportunities that produce strong cash flow, equity growth, huge tax incentives. They are truly passive and managed by a world-class team. To learn more about the exciting investment opportunities the Real Estate Investor offers, such as their ATM and self storage syndications, please visit cashflowninja.com forward slash real asset investor. You're listening to The Cashflow Ninja, the show helping people all over the world create monthly cash flow and achieve freedom today, not in 10, 20, 30, and or 40 years. This is a show where cash is not king, but cash flow is king. Now let's return to our interview. And that, that, that is drop shipping that you're um, describing there, correct? For listeners that might not be familiar with it. Actually, my, some people do do that on Amazon, but what I actually do is I'll order a, an entire like production run, like 500 or 1,000 units. Okay. And I'll get it shipped from the factory directly to Amazon's distribution center. So I never even have to touch or hold these items, but they are stored in Amazon's distribution centers and that way they, um, they have prime shipping and kind of FBA. So that's the method that I choose to use. But of course, they're... Um, you know, you can source products from different areas and you can go about selling on Amazon different methods. But this is the one that I've found uh, works the best. And we also work with a lot of sellers and these tend to be the sellers having the most success nowadays. 
And I like how you explained also to be very, very specific about uh, the products that you're selling. Because I just read a story on on Bezos, on Jeff Bezos, actually, the founder of it too, that he was looking, when he was looking at something to sell, because he, uh, he was on Wall Street, an executive there, and he was thinking about something to sell online because he's like, man, this, we got something here online. This is going to be big. What can I sell online? He start, chose to start with books because it's something that could sit for a long time on the floor without going bad, right? <laughs> yeah, and it is a long window time frame of of of, of that can, that can sit. So you have to be very very specific. Um, anything that you can share about product listings and how to stand, how do you stand out and and scale and compete there? Because you know I love what you were saying too. A lot of folks are like, well, there's a lot of folks doing it already. That means there's a demand for it. Number one, but how do you stand out in in that crowd? What can you share? Yeah, great question. Another thing I just realized is, you know, I was describing how to find these products to sell and people were probably like, well, wait a second, how do I know demand? And, you know, a way you can determine the demand is something called the bestseller rank, which is on the Amazon listing. Okay. So if you like scroll down, there's a bestseller rank. It's like one through a million in each category. And that's essentially number one's the bestseller. You know, number 10 is the 10th bestseller. So you can gauge it roughly based off that. We also built a pretty cool free tool. You don't even have to opt in with your email or anything else. You can go to junglescout.com forward slash estimator and you can put that bestseller rank into the estimator tool and it will show you in the number of units that that product's selling per month. So it, it's pretty darn accurate and you can get a good idea of whether or not it's selling like 50 or 100 or 500 or whatever else. So that helps you understand what products there are demand for on Amazon. Now, gotcha when we're thinking about how to stand out from the crowd, there's a few different things that I like to do. Um, I've, I've actually recently been d- digging into this a lot and I've actually done some pretty neat presentations around it. And the, the research behind them um, was the results of like 100,000 different split tests. Okay. So, you know, through this, we were figuring out like, okay, what matters with the photos? What matters with the text, price, all these different types of things. And, you know, we could do a whole podcast just on this topic, but if I were to summarize kind of all those results, the main area where you can stand out from the crowd is through the photos. And again, like this makes sense once I kind of say it, right? Because like, what do you do when you go to an Amazon listing? You probably first look at the photos and then after that, probably the reviews, the price, you probably don't even read much of the description of the bullet points or anything like that. At least that's what the test show. And I know that's what I personally do. Now, when you're thinking about the photos, uh, a few just, you know, kind of big picture areas that you should be focused on when you're thinking, okay, how can I stand out from the crowd is one, your main image should be something that uh, kind of breaks the pattern on the search page. So right now, like go on Amazon, search for garlic presses, and they pretty much like all look the same. It's like everyone's pretty much selling the exact same garlic press. It's like, okay, why would you click on any of those? And through the testing, what we realized is people who made it stick out, whether that was bundling it with something that was like a a bright color or they photographed it differently, or there was like these Jenga blocks that were falling over, anything like that, that breaks the pattern and makes your product look different than the competitors is the best way to get clicks. So that's one area. And then it's like, okay, once the customer is on your listing, how do I convert this customer into a sale? And again, when we're, if we're focusing on photos here, a few tips or a few uh, w- or way to like kind of simplify all this different research would be um, 
One, you need to make it extremely clear to the customer what they're getting. So this is like a reason why people uh, tend to hesitate purchasing online versus stores. In stores, they can touch the packaging, they can hold it, they can feel it a little bit, whatever else. Online, you can't do that. So it's like, okay, how do I give that same experience to a customer? Well, I can do things like I can even photograph the packaging. I can call out different areas of the product. I can sit the product next to something that's sized that they're familiar with so they can get an idea of how big it is or perspective. A person can be holding it. So these are all different ways that you can make it really clear to the customer what they're getting. And then the other areas that tend to help a lot are uh, including lifestyle images. So these are like people using your product. And the idea here is to be able for the customer to put themselves in the shoes of the models and the lifestyle imagery. So if you're selling a baby towel, the idea would be you want, uh, you would want the, you know, it's probably a parent, a mom or a dad searching for a baby towel. So you'd want to show like a really happy mom with like a really happy baby because this towel is so soft and fluffy and whatever else. So the mom can kind of like mentally put herself in those shoes and be like, wow, my life would be better if I had this baby towel because my baby would be happy and that makes me happy. All right. And then the last area for photos would be showing them why your product is better than the competitors. So again, if we were using baby towels as another example, some of the photos that worked really well is um, like you would show your photo, your towel folded up next to one of your competitors' towels and you'd show it's like twice as thick or twice as fluffy or whatever else. So, and then you would kind of label on it like our towel, you know, like versus the competition or whatever else. And through that, it just makes it really clear without having to read like how much this weighs or, uh, you know, I think the way you measure material thickness is like GSM. Instead of making them read that, they can just like clearly see in this photo like, wow, this looks way softer and fluffier than these competitors' towels. This is ultimately who I want. Yeah, a- absolutely. And then the use of tools and technology. And obviously, that's where Jungle Scout comes in. And you've touched on that a little bit. Can you speak to the, the, the certain tools and technology available for Amazon sellers to, uh, to grow sales and scale their business? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, that's um, where Jungle Scout really shines. So, you know, Jungle Scout started out as this product research tool. So, as a way to help people locate opportunities on Amazon. So whether or not you had no ideas at all what to sell, or you had a little bit of idea what you wanted to sell and you want to verify that, Jungle Scout was really the first in the industry to do that and is still kind of like the industry leader there. And over the years, Jungle Scout has transitioned to more than just product research. Um, So now it's really a tool to help Amazon sellers not only find the products, find these profitable opportunities, but then also launch them, manage their Amazon business through Jungle Scout and then really optimize it as well. So if you're listening to this and it's like, okay, this Amazon thing looks pretty cool. Like I want to hop on this train that's taking over the world. <laughs> like, come on, who doesn't? You know, the the functionality of Jungle Scout that would be most beneficial for you, you know, just getting started would be uh, the like our, our product database and our niche finder, which are different tools to help you find ideas, even if you have no idea what you want to sell. And then also our keyword research tools, a really good tool. It um, you know, just accurately shows you not only the search volume, but also kind of like historical search volume. So you can get an understand of seasonality. So yeah, just with these different pieces of data, you can just get a much better idea of like the, the Amazon marketplace and it'll really just like show you uh, what types of products are good opportunities on Amazon. 
So you've had a lot of success in, in with your business and in business, um, you've built this this life and, and enjoy traveling. What are some of the things that's working in your life uh, from a business standpoint and from a personal standpoint and why do they work? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I um, the uh, the things that are working in my uh, business life right now are much different than say what they were five years or let's see, uh, six years ago when I started selling on Amazon. I say that because, you know, when I started on Amazon, I was uh, a one-man show. I was trying to do everything myself. Fast forward to today, Jungle Scout, uh, there's over 100 people that work here. So it's now much more like a CEO type role where I'm leading and, you know, like managing executives. So the things that like really um, uh, are like working for me are like quite different. That being said, some of the things that I think are like most important or like the biggest kind of indicators of entrepreneurs that are successful, and I believe that I'm decent at some of these traits, are like one is to just like have a relentless drive to get something done and like you won't stop at anything. So, I mean, the truth is like starting businesses is hard. Like entrepreneurship's hard. It can be lonely at times. You go through a lot of challenges and you're going to hit a lot of speed bumps along the way. Everyone does. But the entrepreneurs that just have like this relentless drive to power through it and they're like, I will not take no as an answer. I will get through this. I think that's like an extremely important part um, no matter kind of like where you're at in your state, like where you're at kind of like in your career. So like there's a relentless drive to get it done and like the ability to teach yourself new things or figure out how to solve these problems um, through things like listening to this podcast, right? Um, to kind of like help you achieve these, uh, yeah, just really just like, uh, help you achieve success no matter where you're at in this entrepreneurial journey. One habit I've observed from very successful and wealthy folks is they're always learning. They're always studying new things. What are you currently learning and studying? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Right. And it's like, that's, uh, I think one of the, the biggest indicators of just kind of like smarts and intelligence, um, Right now, I'd say two areas that I'm diving really deep in is, uh, so I'm a little bit of a data nerd. <laughs> so um, we're, uh, I'm helping like look at all these different ways to use all this Amazon data that we have to be predictive indicators of um, future markets or opportunities on Amazon. So it's really fascinating stuff, but essentially like predicting um, trends really early before they turn into something huge or predicting um, the, how like the, the seasonality is going to be different this year or whatever else. So that's, I'd say that's one area that I'm learning about that like I'm pretty passionate about and is a lot of fun. And the, the other area I'd say that I'm really focusing on is becoming a a really high quality leader. And this is primarily through kind of like the way I lead or the way I manage. And another thing that's actually been really fun in the, in the exact same area is the way that I, I um, speak and present myself. So, you know, like uh, practicing doing presentations in front of people, whether or not that's like at a conference or at my company, uh, podcasts like this. I think that's just like a really powerful uh, attribute of successful people is like the ability to like lead and communicate really effectively. Yeah, ab absolutely. 
Now, our core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations, and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? The first one would, I would really encourage, like, you know, my children and grandchildren to, uh, have a lot of grit. Okay. So this is what I was talking about a little bit earlier, right? You just like power through everything. Like you just kind of like have like this mental toughness, uh, and just like really uh, like a lot of grit. We already talked about to never stop learning. And that's, uh, the truth of a lot of really successful people. So I would definitely want to pass it on. So like a ton of grit, you don't stop at anything. You continuously learn, never stop learning. And then the last one would be that, uh, essentially just to take action. So it's easy to get stuck on things or get stuck in analysis paralysis or be concerned whether or not you're going to lose money. But at the end of the day, like you just have to pull the trigger and have to take action. So I think, yeah, those would be my three that I'm, that I, uh, yeah, hope to pass on to my children one day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Greg, where can listeners learn more about you and your company? Where can they follow you and where can they stay informed of all the projects that you're involved with? Yeah. So, you know, if this whole selling on Amazon thing sounds interesting to you guys, I'd recommend you check out junglescout.com. We have a lot of free resources on there. Um, Like one of the really cool things that we've done is called the million dollar case study, where it's this public case study where we launch a product on Amazon in front of everyone. We tell you what the product is. Um, we're selling it up until we get a million dollars of sales. We're pretty close. I think we're around $900,000 right now. So it's totally free. It's a free case study for everyone to watch and follow along with our products with us. And then we're also donating all the money to Pencils of Promise to build schools in these underprivileged areas around the world. So that's like a really cool educational thing. It's like also a really fun project. So I'd recommend you check that out at Jungle Scout. And then the other areas, if you just like to learn more about Jungle Scout or myself, is our YouTube channel. We post a lot of information on there. So you can just search Jungle Scout on YouTube and um, you'll find a whole bunch of educational content and just you know almost anything you can think of as far as selling on Amazon goes. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your knowledge and your journey and providing so much value for my listeners around that. Uh, I, what I see is one of the biggest opportunities right now for folks that want to start a side hustle and eventually have this become your main business. This is a fantastic opportunity out there. So thank you so much again for coming on and sharing it. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been a blast. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic market and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments, Penumbra Solutions at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. Thank you again for joining me on the Cashflow Ninja. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here, please subscribe, rate, and write a review for our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com. I want to thank you for spending your most precious resource with me today, your time. Until next time, my friend, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms.
This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.